live in a world that struggles with feeling busy and overwhelmed. At the same time, us mamas want to feel we're living intentionally and with purpose. At the end of the day, you won't have to sit worn out on the couch feeling like it all just wasn't enough. Here, you'll find the tools to slow it down, nurture your own goals, and live restored. Each week, we have real-life conversations about motherhood, work, relationships, and all the things in between. I'm your host, Jen Brazil. Welcome to the Unhurried Life Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Unhurried Life. I am your host, Jen Brazil, and I am so excited to be back to the podcast after three long months. I have missed you, but at the same time, I am feeling so refreshed. So my last episode, I left off talking about burnout and how my three-month break was to practice what I preach when living unhurried. Now that the unhurried life is back, it's going to look a little bit different. In light of my decision to take some time off, it gave me freedom to assess where I want to go in the future. And for the next 12 months, I'll be doing a single episode monthly instead of weekly. I would like to invite you over to my website, jbrazil.com, so that we can stay in touch more frequently. So take a look around at the website and find anything that strikes your fancy from photo organization to routines to the Unhurried Life Starter Kit. I have free Lightroom preset and just so much more. And here's the key. When you get one of these free things, as soon as you put in your email, it will whiz through digital space and land inside of my email sender meaning that every week as I write personal emails on photo organization, podcast simplification, and all the other big life changes and topics, we'll be able to continue chatting weekly. Now, since we are back and I am here now chatting, I wanted to talk about routines since mine has recently changed and I have more change coming. At the end of this episode, I have big news, so you don't want to skip out. I once read that routines are supposed to be more of a bridge than a regimen. So taking you from one thing to the next more easily. And honestly, when I adapted that mindset, I think that routines and just the flow of my day took a major change. So I'm a work from home mom of three, still little ones. And this frame of mind has helped make our days go so much smoother. The frame of mind of thinking of routines as more of a bridge than an actual thing that we have to do to see success. In trying to sit down and write out a massive to-do list or your step-by-step schedule of time might seem like it's a bit overwhelming and for good reason. At the drop of a hat, it feels like life changes and kids melt down, dinner burns, and someone inevitably gets sick. And that means all the time you spent on your daily routine writing everything out with nice ideal times next to it is completely trashed. So I want to take a little time and talk to you about my daily routine so that you can see what it looks like in order to adapt what would be good for your own life. Remember, if having a solid routine is not bridging the gap and making some things easier onboarding you for the next step, then it might be time for reassessment. From morning routines, evening routines, to routines for yourself and routines for your kids, let's look at why routine is important in the first place. 
I can most easily relate routines, importance to back when I was an elementary teacher. I had a very strategic everyday routine, but within that routine, small things changed. Maybe the student helper would be different, or maybe we would have different electives that we were going to. But having an established and solidified routine allowed our classroom to move forward easily. When you establish routine in your day, you are not locking yourself into anything, but rather you are creating the steps to move forward and to get from one thing to the next. And bonus, you don't actually have to think as much about what's coming up. So without routine, things get out of whack. Groceries are forgotten, heck, kids are forgotten, and the normal basic tasks seem to slip through the cracks, spoken from experience. This can definitely lead to a place of feeling like you are stuck in survival mode or you're getting close to burnout. It just feels like you can't get caught up. Well, routine gives your brain the chance to switch into autopilot. And although we don't wanna float through life on autopilot, we want to live intentionally and take our moments captive. But could you imagine if every pilot in the air, even the ones flying from LA to Bangkok, were never allowed to put the plane in autopilot? Their mental fatigue would be overwhelming. So does that sound like something you might be doing? Maybe you've forgotten that autopilot every once in a while is okay. In a recent health article I found, they said that routines can even help in your sleep and quality of rest. And when you plan for times to be active or eat better by fitting them into your routine, you're improving your health. And when you know what's coming next and what all will be done in the day, your anxiety and stress can go down too. And all this is simply done by implementing daily routines. Now, I talk a lot about habits in my photo organization classes, but I wanna talk to you a little bit about habits just in your daily routine, okay? Let's go a little bit deeper than just routine. If you're like me, a self-proclaimed free spirit, then you've probably been in the place where you feel that having a routine locks you down. It prevents you from going with the flow and being flexible, but if you assess routine and habit, you can find some interesting correlations. I believe that routine is basically just a string of habits that you are putting together. So for example, let's look at brushing your teeth. I'm sure a lot of things you do to prepare to brush your teeth and after you brush your teeth are a habit, meaning you already have a routine established. If you were a true free spirit, you would give up brushing your teeth altogether because you are conforming to a routine. And I'm pretty sure the both of us would not be doing that. Meaning habits and routines are actually making life a little bit easier. Routines and habits take out some of the decision-making that goes on in your daily life. Decision fatigue is definitely a real thing and be mentally and physically draining. And the more you set up for yourself to eliminate decisions through routines, the more energy you'll have throughout the day. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about just daily routines and habits for yourself, but what about routines for kids? When thinking about routines for kids, you don't always have to go straight to brush your teeth, read a book, get in bed, but you can imagine going deeper. So creating routines that allow for your children to have time together as family. 
I already mentioned how routines are more of a bridge connecting one thing to the other. Now, every day when my oldest would come home from school, I felt like I was seeing the beginning of World War III. Kids were angry. Everything was on the floor. Homework was forgotten. It was just mad chaos. And I realized that there was something missing in the process of just my child walking in the door. So we started implementing small habits that were strung together to form new routines. So don't think I did not meet this with complete resistance. Maybe I was actually pulling my son's toenails out one by one with pliers, or maybe I was just asking him to hang up his backpack on his hook. We will never know, but after a few weeks, I noticed that I wasn't having to ask anymore. It was now a habit for him. He would walk in the door and he would hang up his backpack on the hook. And that was the very first beginning of a routine by creating a new habit for him. So after he and I both had mastered one thing, we added something else onto it. Now he was removing his lunchbox and setting it on the counter. And after a few weeks, He was getting out his folder. We were starting his homework. He knew that after these three things were done, he would immediately get a snack and that made everybody happy. So implementing daily routines with kids can be a way that you help yourself as well as the kids. When our kiddos were a little bit younger and we first started implementing routines, we would create kind of like a visual checklist for them that they would be doing before bed. So before reading, we would refer back to it and check it out even if we weren't exactly sticking to it. This just helped them remember and know what they had done and what was coming up. And after a while, I noticed that we were sticking to the routine but we didn't actually need the pictures and to refer back to it anymore. That's because It had become so habitual that it was automatic, allowing us a chance to fly for just a few minutes in autopilot. And there is nothing better than flying in autopilot right before bedtime. So when it comes to setting up routines for your kids, ask yourself, are you onboarding for something? Are you making something easier? Or are you trying to instill a routine or habits because it's what you want? So I want you to really evaluate what's going to help your child as well as you. Now let's talk about morning and evening routines because these are fun. These are the way we start and end our day and they are so important. And when it comes to evening and morning routines, I have a lot of little habits that I set up for myself to ensure that things get done. For example, in the morning, I always make sure that I start off with brushing my teeth and drinking a large cup of water. I know that might sound silly, but as a mom, there have definitely been times when that hasn't happened and my stinky breath can be smelled for miles away. So chances are I'll forget water at some point in the day, but at least I know that I had a big cup to start off with. Also, a lot of my morning routines start the evening before as I set out things for breakfast, lay out my workout clothes and set up my work area or put out my Bible study. Since mornings tend to feel more rushed, I like to have things set up ahead of time because don't you just know that the earlier you wake up, somehow your kids wake up earlier too. When it comes to evenings, that is definitely a time to unwind and unwind physically and unwind mentally. I'm sure you know this by now, but our family is screen free, except for the whole, I run an online business and work on my computer for my job. 
There's the occasional chick flick that my husband and I will enjoy together every so often, but my evenings do not consist of screens and it's made my own life so much simpler and calmer. More on our screen-free lifestyle will be coming next month, but if you have any questions about screen-free or how that's affected me or my kids, I would love to hear them. So don't forget to shoot me a DM or leave me a comment in the reviews because that is something that I believe has been one of our biggest simplification tips and I didn't even realize it was going to be when I first started it. My evenings I feel are more important than my morning routine, mainly because in my evening I am setting up for my morning. The same goes for my kids. We lay out clothes in the evening for the next day. We make sure that our lunch is ready in the fridge. We have time to unwind and relax. There is for sure time to sit on the porch swing or do some stretching or yoga in the living room. One of my favorite things that's a true part of our evening routine is high-low buffalo. We talk about a high for the day, a low for the day, and a buffalo is just a random thing that we want to share. And as my kids have gotten older, I have gotten to see them get more and more comfortable with going in depth with this little routine. So keep in mind that routines are made to bridge and make the next step easier. So by doing high, low, buffalo as a routine, we are leading into more purposeful conversation around the dinner table. So most everything we are doing in the evening is preparing us for relaxing and good night's sleep. Most everything we do in the morning is preparing us for success and finding ways to make things a little bit easier for later in the day, such as my morning routine often consists of preparing dinner in some way, pulling out the crock pot from the refrigerator, turning it on, or sometimes I'll even be sending out our plates and our salad bowl for dinner before 7 a.m. So trying to incorporate small things in my morning routine that I know will make our day go smoother is one of my primary goals. Remember, routines are bridges, and if my morning routine can help lay some of the beginning bridges, the beginning steps to a more successful evening, then that's what I'm going to do. Now, if you are interested in creating your perfect morning routine and you want to see and hear a little bit more about mine, I want you to head over to my website and go to jbrazil.com slash morning routine. Again, that's jbrazil.com slash morning routine, or click in the show notes right here where you're listening to this and grab that and just get started on thinking about what it is that you can do to make your morning a bridge to the rest of your day. Okay, let's dive into a daily routine example. Now, if you want to peek at my daily routine, I am happy to give it to you, but I will warn you that it will soon be changing quite drastically, and I will tell you why in just a minute. But every morning, I wake up before 6 a.m. This is to give myself a chance for quiet time, exercise, or just a little bit of extra work time. After that, I switch into kid mode, get them fed and out the door. This part of my routine actually begins the night or sometimes days before when I set out all of our breakfast stuff, giving myself the chance to plan for a healthy breakfast that will make us all happier. We also hang our backpacks on the doorknob and have our lunches already prepped on Sunday evenings so they're waiting in the fridge. A large part of my day depends on who is at school and who is home and who is napping since all of that seems to change by the second. Then there are chunks of my day that I know I only have one or two things I allow myself to plan for. 
you already know a little bit about what our afternoon looks like when kids start pouring in from school. Always have an idea for a snack, something healthy that God made, fruit, bananas, veggies, peanut butter, or occasionally I'll grab some frozen cookie dough and have fresh baked cookies. I know, mom of the year, but trust me, it's typically Pillsbury and not homemade. Our routine for dinner is more of a holistic approach. Mondays, I always have a crock pot going because Mondays are just hard enough without having to think about juggling kids and prepping food at 4 p.m. So usually a roast or some sort of soup that I found in the Magnolia magazine, I cut out steps and make it as easy as possible. And then Tuesdays, I typically have a dinner or at least a category that I stick with as well as Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So I don't have to think as much about what I'm planning for dinner because I know that I'm staying within certain boundaries. We always, always read for 20 minutes in the evening. And since our family is screen-free, reading is a chance for them to unwind. They are free to come to me with a giant stack of books and we'll get through as many as possible. I used to try and spend individual time with the kids in the evening, 10 minutes with one, 10 minutes with the other, and 10 minutes with the other. But at this stage in life, I found that us all sitting on the couch, reading their choice of books, and finishing with the Bible is just as helpful. Typically, in between books, we tend to talk about our day or some sort of life lesson, and right now, that is good enough for us, but the 10 minutes per kid is always such a fun thing to do. If you and your husband can manage doing some sort of workout like that, that is a great way to give your kids the chance to just open up and talk. Now, I would like to share with you a new routine. It's the routine of the unknown. Well, okay, that's not really a routine, but I'm trying to work it in somehow, but I have big news. I am absolutely thrilled to announce that we are expecting our fourth baby in October. If you wanted to know the real reason why I'm only doing one podcast episode a month for the next year, there you have it. I am happy to be honest about how I'm processing another baby. Now, I'll be honest, when we found out that we were expecting our fourth, I immediately scheduled a session with my counselor. I felt like I was at max capacity with three kids, but obviously I'm not. I needed space to reflect, process, and talk things out. So there is nothing wrong with needing to process a major life change, such as bringing another child into your family. I have no idea what to expect. I know know that things will change and I'm just going to have to roll with it. But I do want to take this season and this time in my life to focus first on being a mom, which is why you will see me a little differently for the next few months, or at least hear me a little differently for the next few months. But like I said earlier, you can still hear from me weekly through email or join the Unhurried Life Facebook community. I'm just cutting back on some of the other things that I'm doing right now. Four kiddos is a lot of humans. And if you have four kids, please, oh, please, oh, please shoot me a DM and give me all of your advice. Now with that exciting news and our changing family, I want to remind you that I will be back on The Unhurried Life next month. So if that seems like forever from now, like I said, make sure that you join to grab my weekly emails that I personally type or join, I guess I should say, and join The Unhurried Life Facebook community so we can be talking in real life over there. I cannot wait until next month where I get to share with you some 
some of the true ways that we are dealing with our life differently and some real tips that are simplifying my life in major ways, ways that I never would have imagined would have this kind of impact. So I hope that you will join me next month, put it on your calendar, grab my email so that you get my reminder. And until then, I will see you over on Instagram.